0: yes brother good morning good afternoon and welcome to this private recording today we're taking on quite a big topic and we're talking about the silent crisis of men masculinity and sexual anxiety Uh, these things are really important i don't think there's any other way to put it (laughs) when it comes to what men are experiencing at this point in time with masculinity challenges trying to navigate that and then of course for those of us listening in particular bolt on top of that sexual anxiety or erection problems so that's exactly what we're going to be covering today and i really do refer to this as a silent crisis because it's one that as men we don't talk about because it feels uncomfortable and that's exactly what we're going to be uncovering today why that is what to do about this and how to take on the challenge ourselves of changing this narrative first and most importantly so that we can get our own lives to the place where we desire them to be to feel like we're fulfilling our potential and avoid staying stuck or avoid things getting worse so i'll be sharing how what to do so that you can avoid that happening so first of all i would like to just start us off with saying why is this important, why is it timely now and over the last couple of weeks I've been having quite a few conversations with guys uh, to explore this topic of masculinity, what it means to be a man at this point in time, uh, what are the challenges and a few patterns have come come to me just during those conversations. One is that there's this uh, overwhelming amount of information now. And, I mean, we're only just seeing the beginning of it. But so what? What does that mean and how does that relate to this? Well, there's lots of different avenues for us to now compare ourselves. Okay, whereas before, these channels didn't really exist. There was only people out in the street that we saw, maybe a newspaper. But even that, you know, doesn't really... We don't really often read a newspaper and compare ourselves. Um, But now, if we think about the amount of social media channels, uh, movies porn, whatever it may be, there's many different avenues for men to constantly be comparing themselves on many different levels. Mindset, of course, body, sexual performance, sizes. There's all, you know, in all many, many different ways. I think actually women have had this for a lot longer than men, uh, but men are really, you know, it's come on very quickly for guys. Okay, so that's one area that's going on There's then also this shift in society that's happened where um, things have changed. Times are different. And I know that sounds obvious, but what it meant to be a man for a generation or, you know, 10, uh, somebody that's 20 years, our, our parents, you know, if you're around like 30 to 50, let's say in those age brackets. But our parents, for them, it was very, very different what being a man meant at that point in time was totally different to today. Today, and rightly so, we're pushing much more towards equality between men and women. But we have to also figure out what does that mean? Um, because I think there's a higher dem- a higher demands on men of in terms of they need to be different to how they have been before. And what I mean by higher demands is, I'm not saying higher compared to female. I'm saying higher demands in terms of stepping up to be a different kind of man. And whether this is the ability to uh, balance emotions or whether it's the ability to be on top of it in a career sense, in a financial sense, in on a body sense. You know, there's a lot of increased demands and uh, higher expectations I think that's probably how I would summarize it higher expectations of a man now and that's okay but it's not okay when we haven't really been given uh, the tools to understand how to, how to do that and that's what I hope to do in the conversations that we have is to share the tools with you that I have learned in my life uh, that are helping me to you know become fulfill my potential more become more balanced as a man understand myself more be able to express myself in a more uh, wholesome way and um, I know it's probably the same for most groups that have been, let's say if we look at other groups that have been marginalized, so we'll go back to that example of women, and there is just generally a pattern of having to figure it out for yourself that nobody is there waiting to say, oh, here's the help and advice that you need. So I get that You know, part of this is just figuring it out, but um, for any group, it would be helpful, right? If we were actually taught how to navigate things like this from a younger age. So that's what I think uh why it it feels like an important time to be discussed in this and uh, a couple of those reasons that I shared there are why I think it is a challenging more of a challenging time or more of an intense time for men. Uh, and then there's also the whole side that I won't that I won't go into in this episode but around the statistics you know of, of school um grade rates suicide rates and there's a, a broad context there. So let's just spend a bit of time on defining the problem and particularly focusing in on performance anxiety, erection problems and how they affect men. Last week in the episode, I shared this huge statistics that... Uh, from memory, it was around one quarter of men who are under 40, at least one quarter experience erection problems or performance anxiety. And this is only those that are reported. So the number is a lot higher than that. And then when it goes to over 40, it jumps to 50 percent. So it's normal. There's a, it's, it's normal for one in two of us uh, to be experiencing some kind of sexual challenges. But it's the thing that we don't speak about. And last week I also covered how performance anxiety and erection problems challenge our identity as men and and what that means and how that shows up in the types of questions of feeling like I'm not good enough if I can't give pleasure to my partner then can I even be a good partner if I'm not a good partner then I'm not a good man and then who am I in the world so it, leads, it can lead to these existential questions and uh, really our identity takes a hit so I'd like to just spend some time talking about the societal expectations of masculinity, and uh, these I would say that I'll focus on are the more traditional perceptions. So our our fathers raising us, you know, if you're in that age group of fifty or below, I think it would be fairly similar in terms of. Uh, maybe it would start to be different now from around twenty, if you're twenty or below, but things like strength you know men strong resilient can't show emotions must be the leader of the family must be the winner Um, has to be the foundational the rock of support and then so that's just on the that's just from a family perspective, right? There's then in a, let's say, in a business context, being the the leader, the being the top of your game, um, making sure that you don't hit your peak too soon, making sure that we add value and contribute and growth and performance. Uh, and then in the physical aspect of making sure we're focused on health, the gym, building strength, building muscles, um, endurance these kind of things These, of course there's all good positive things to aim for in this but also it comes at a challenge when whenever we do all of these things so let's say building strength building endurance uh, increasing our health or wanting to be at the top of our game in work by default for us to get to these places for us to strive towards this we have to face challenges we have to face setbacks we have to face failures and things that go wrong go wrong in our relationships things that go wrong in business things that go wrong in health or setbacks for us to be able to get to the the growth point that we want to but the challenge comes in my mind with if we're Then also have this other rhetoric of not to show emotions or just be able to handle it, uh, being the man. It's a contradiction, right? Because it means that when those inevitable challenges come up, we don't know how to deal with them. And we just have we have been told to put them in a box, not talk about it. Everything will be okay, You know, almost, you know, it's okay. It's normal. uh, But. You'll figure it out. It will be fine. Something like that. It doesn't really help us to process what's going on. Okay, thanks for that great advice. It will be fine. You'll figure it out. So we can see how this culture or this these concepts of masculinity dis, has discouraged men over time from seeking help for their problems because it's been seen as a weakness to seek help. Or it's been seen as uh, you're not able to handle it and I think a recent shift that's been great that's happened with this is therapy is finally, you know, people talking to, whether it's coaches, therapists, psychologists, it's finally becoming more accepted. And it's been seen as a positive thing because we all have our shit to be working through to become a better person with a deeper awareness of ourselves. And for a long time, a long, long time, it was such a stigma of... <gasps> oh my God, are they, they're unstable or they're not in a good place because they're talking to a therapist, which is, you know, bullshit most of the time. It's helpful. It helps us to work through things, to process things. Nobody's perfect. Every We all have our things to work through. So this has been a really good example of how things have shifted recently. And I hope that through these conversations, through us You know, Being leaders in this space and actually doing something about it, talking to people, not keeping this a secret, that it starts to shift what has been the expectation in the past of keep it to yourself, it will be fine, you'll figure it out, to uh, actually this is pretty tough and I don't have the right tools and strategies to get this sorted or else I would have got it sorted by now, so I need to speak to somebody else to do that. And I'd like to cover a study that was done in 2019 by the American Psychological Association. And it it basically proved that men who adhered to traditional masculine norms avoided discussing their health problems or seeking medical help. So I just want to say that again. This study proved that men who adhered or followed traditional masculine norms these things like don't show emotion just deal with it as a result of that they avoided discussing their health problems or seeking medical help and i'd like you to think if that has shown up in your life if there have been times where you've noticed that something didn't feel quite right in the body or something wasn't right whether it's to do with erection challenges or something else and you put it off we ignored it it will go away, it will be fine, it will sort itself out. Because this feeling of going to ask somebody else felt like, oh, I can't deal with it myself. And how, seeing how that can be a, an absolute detriment to us. An absolute detriment to us. And we can all imagine what the worst case scenarios would be there of ignoring health implications or health problems. And so what does this mean for our mental health? What does it do when it comes to masculinity in the sense of... A lot of the things we've spoken about just now are external expectations. But what about internal? And when we ignore problems or when we don't seek help, what happens internally? And I'm sure you can imagine if I was to say, okay, behind this curtain... There's a person that you can't see, but you have to tell me, give me some words that you think would describe their internal state. If they had avoided seeking support for their health problems, if they had avoided talking about erection challenges, if they had kept this a secret for years and years and years, only them and their partner knew. And uh, they or if they were single, they're avoiding dating because of this. And I would like you to give me some words to describe what kind of state they would be in internally. Right. What would you say? It's going to be things like they're going to be stressed. They're probably going to have a degree of depression or feeling shit about themselves. Would they have a lower quality of life? Yes or no? Yes. And there's countless men, you know, I'd have to be crazy by now if I didn't see the pattern of the from the clients that I have worked with and the guys that I have spoken with. And you only have to go on Reddit into the uh, erectile dysfunction subreddit group to see this. The amount of guys who are experiencing this silent crisis of their relationship is falling apart. Or they're not even speaking to other people or meeting other people because they're just so scared of what if I get rejected? What if this, what if it doesn't work again? And even in the worst case scenario, which is really upsetting for me, is when a guy feels like I don't know what to do anymore. And is there even any point in me being here? That's to the, that's to the extreme of where this can go and you can see here the toll that that takes on a man's mental health over time you know so it may start off as feelings of i'll be able to get this sorted out uh, or it will just it will sort itself out over time i don't need to speak to anybody i you know i just need to focus on not thinking about my erections or i just need to stay calm And then I'll be fine. And we keep on putting these things in a a box. We bottle it up. And over time, that only leads to one, that's only going one way. Eventually, that has to burst. And it doesn't have to be that way. So, what options do we have to be able to change this? Well, I think, first of all, the most important thing is discussing it. You know, having open conversations about guys and particularly guys' sexual health, and whether it's in places like this, whether it is in other online groups, whether it's in in-person meetup groups, wherever it may be, but actually talking about it. And you know what? Maybe even the a better place to start is with our friends and family, one-on-one, one-on-one conversations, so that it can be normalized so that it doesn't feel like people just have to deal with it in their own mind so it doesn't feel like men have to deal with it by themselves so i think yeah first of all that the importance of having open conversations about this and challenging the traditional norms of what previously has been masculinity and when we do that we 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 lead and we show that this idea of seeking guidance from somebody else is not a sign of weakness but actually it's an act of self-care and self-respect and if we want to feel like we fulfill our potential as a man and that means one thing for you it means a different thing for me individually but if we feel that we truly want to fulfill our potential we have to have self-care and self-respect rather than allowing our ego to get in the way or allowing societal norms to get in the way and feel like we can't speak to somebody because it's a sign of weakness. So that is my encouragement and also challenge to you if you're up for taking that on, is to challenge, to be a leader and to challenge these traditional norms of masculinity. And it starts with ourself. starts with ourself of not keeping this a secret anymore. And speaking to somebody about this, whether that is me, whether it's your doctor, whether it's a therapist, whatever feels like the right route for you, but actually realizing okay, what I've tried over time has maybe brought me some results, but not really the results long term that I want to see. And it's okay for me to go and explore and get some other tools and strategies to be able to get this sorted. And that is this whole game. It's about getting the right tools and the right strategies so that you can have the kind of sex and relationship and connection that you want rather than the alternative, which is a lifelong erection problem. So I would say if there's one takeaway from this today, it is... I'm inviting and I encourage you to seek guidance from, ideally, from people who have been there and who understand this, um, because I feel like there's just a different level of relatability. That's something in my life that I have found. You know, whenever I found mentors or uh, coaches or whatever it may be, ideally I will seek out the people who have been there and lived and breathed it because they just get it in a different way. And then I'm also going to provide a couple of resources that are helpful for you. So I all, I mentioned the Reddit uh, group of the, you go onto Reddit and then you type in erectile dysfunction and you'll see there's a subreddit that comes up there. Uh, and there's also a website called Fight The New Drug, which is basically a NGO uh, fighting against porn and uh, just bringing a lot of awareness. So this is very helpful for studies and just information around the impact that porn can have. Of course, porn is one factor. It's not the only factor in performance anxiety or erection problems. But there's a couple of resources. And then the third one is on the newsletter today, you will see your invite to the Annihilate Anxiety web meet, online meet. This is a 20 minute class. It's free to join. And so you're welcome. And I invite you there. And this is really the first step to get... The tool that for me was an absolute game changer Uh, and I will only ever share with you tools that I know work based on my own life. So you're welcome along to that and you can register. You'll see the link on on this newsletter. So there's some resources for you. And then just to conclude and wrap up the discussion, I need to find a better word for wrap up because I think in the context, it's not the right. It's not the best word to be using, but we spoke about the importance of redefining reshaping our understanding of masculinity and understand and seeing that yes there's different demands on what it means to be a man now it's not the same as what it was and a huge part of this is realizing that we don't have all the answers ourselves and it's not a sign of weakness to seek guidance around it it's actually a sign of self-respect to do that and we took on the challenge if you are up for it of continuing to have conversations to speak to either friends family but that it starts with ourselves. if we're experiencing performance anxiety or erection problems to take a step into what may feel a little bit uncomfortable because it's unfamiliar and have a conversation with somebody to get the right tools and strategies to get this sorted okay i look forward to seeing you at the annihilate anxiety online meet And you can reply to me as always anytime directly to the newsletter. Take care, brother.